Hello, welcome to Mocha Talk and Caffeine Dreams. Uh, you know, we're starting it off with our wonderful host, Ashley Finley. My <laughs> name is Andreas Reyes. Um, and we today, for our guest, we have the amazing Maximilian Facundo Plaza, uh, who is actually a personal friend of mine. Today's, today's podcast is a little special because like, I went and sought out Max. Uh, and I asked him, I begged him to come on this podcast because... <laughs> I, I know Max from working in the, the jazz scene here. The, I know Max is a professional pianist and a teacher and composer. And I know that perspective of him, right? And I just wanted to, to bring him on here and try to understand the many other perspectives of Max. Like the more, you know, who as a human is Max? You know, besides just being this amazing pianist that I know. So uh, thank you very much, Max, for being here today. Thank and you for having giving me. us a chance for that. Thank you. Amazing. Max, what? What was your full name again? Okay, it's uh, Facundo mm -hmm. Maximiliano Plaza. Oh. Uh, most people here in the States uh, know me by Max. Max. Uh, because it's uh, easier. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, right. Yes, and, uh, but back in Argentina, and uh, a lot of, uh, of friends here also call me uh, Facu or Facundo. Oh, wow. So, but you know, uh, here, a lot of people call me Max. It's just easier yes, to exactly. say Max. Yes. I just wanted to hear that one more time because it was so pretty sounding. Like okay. the name is like very pretty. <laughs> Facundo Maximiliano Plaza. Facundo Maximiliano Plaza. Yes, you got it. Okay. <laughs> That's Thank my, you. That was my mom, mom's, my, my, my mom's idea, you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's got a nice rhythm. It does. Yes. So, it sounds like very it. musical. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hope that when you do shows, I hope that you like have people introduce you with my full name. name. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Maybe I start doing yeah, that. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to you. Thank you, Ashley. Um, I know that Andres was like telling me a little bit about you, and mm -hmm. and um, I know Andres from this project, but also from working with him before and kind of meeting some of like his musician community. And so I'm really excited that I get to really kind of sit with you and talk with you Well, today. thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you want to start well, with. Well, <laughs> um, I am from Argentina, uh, from Buenos Aires. Mm. Uh, it's, the, it's the main state, you know, there we, the capital is there. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, well, I come from a family. Um, we are seven total. Four, yeah, four <laughs> from the first marriage, you know. Yeah. Four boys, and then I have a, a, my siblings from my dad's side. Mm. Three more, two sisters, and one brother. Wow. So um, I am the third one. <laughs> there are Out of yes. Seven? Yes. Wow. Uh, yes. So uh, and then. Um, I had two brothers that live here uh, in the States, and the rest of them are back in Argentina. Wow. My parents, yeah. So. It's a big family. Yes. How was that growing up? Well, uh, I mostly uh, was raised uh, by my mom, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, my there is a difference age uh, between my two older brothers and and, uh, and then myself and my youngest brother. Mm -hmm. So uh, 
they weren't they were doing their own thing while we were home you right. know my older my two older brothers um so there were there wasn't a lot of people at home it okay. was my mom and it was my little brother and i mean and you, know, you yeah so that's also kind of nice right like you you got a little bit more time like <laughs> yeah I had uh, the role of the, you know, the older, right. the, the older brother, and um, I bet I was kind of paying to my, yeah. <laughs> to my younger brother because <laughs> I was making the decisions, you know, what we're gonna do, <laughs> you know, that, that kind of thing. But I'm an but, older uh, brother too, so like I have a younger brother and a younger sister, and it's definitely that older sibling energy. <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. and it still remains to this day, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm trying, you know, but I'm trying to be more like cool yeah. about it. You know, it's just like he, he was very patient with me. <laughs> Are your siblings patient? Yeah. No, no. no. <laughs> they push uh, back a little. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's oh, so funny. Well. Yeah, but there is a a gap between my that ten years difference. Oh um, wow. So, yeah, they were uh, teenagers pretty much when we were little kids. When know. you were little, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. My older, two older brothers, yeah. So, yeah. music, like, you know, you know Andres through being a musician. Has this been something that you've always kind of been, like, gravitating to? Or did you find it later? Tell me a little bit about that. No, well, uh, you know, my, my two older brothers, they had a, a, a band. They, oh, they started cool. a band with some friends, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I was like, um, I, I thought that was the best thing, you know. Yeah. So once in a while, uh, they would take me to uh, the rehearsals and they would allow me to play a little drums because <laughs> th at that point, that was the, the thing that got my attention. Right. You know, the drums. The drums. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, my brother, uh, he's like, uh, uh, he plays the piano too. Uh, and he would, uh, at, at some point, he was like, okay, I'm gonna teach you a couple of lessons, right? Uh, and then uh, I just, of course, he he probably wasn't really too excited about teaching me. You know? <laughs> he was, but he, you know, he was he cool enough it. to teach me a couple of things. And with that, um, I just started, you know, just, Making a little noise there, yeah. Um, and then uh, that's how it started. I was um, probably nine wow. when I started, you know, just playing a little bit of piano. And then uh, from there, uh, later, a couple of years later, I started uh, taking lessons with uh, a lady that used to play the piano at church, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and she would teach me a little bit. But uh, my uh, during those days, my education, wa musical education, wasn't very consistent. You know, yeah. whenever I could go, go and take lessons, I would. Um, so at some point, I convinced my dad to pay for lessons for with a good teacher in the area in the yeah. neighborhood. And I went. I took lessons with him. I think a couple of years, and then there was a, a, a small. Uh, a music school there oh, wow. that I yes uh, that I would go to uh, and I went there for a couple of years too on and off you know uh, but uh, that's how I started you know with music basically thanks to my older brothers basically yeah because they had this little 
group that they would, you know, play shows, uh, you know, at the park or mm -hmm. sometimes a friend's house or yeah. sometimes at a church. And, you know, they were kind of like Amazing. the coolest dudes around for, for <laughs> me, you know? That's yeah. so cute. I love that. So, yeah, that's how kind of started. Yeah. The coolest dudes around. Yes. I wonder what... Like, have you told them that? Like, <laughs> as an I adult? I told them, yeah. I told them at some, you know, at some point I was like, yeah, in more than one occasion I was like, you know, I was really, uh, that's what I thought um. about you guys doing that. And, you know, and it probably that's one of the main uh, factors that led me into uh, do music, you know, myself. Wow. Were there, was there a big musical community in Argentina or was it, was it just your older siblings? That you saw uh, well at that point um, in the area where we live uh, there were some other groups uh, that was uh, you know during the 90s uh, well actually they started out like in the late 80s mm -hmm. 90s okay. you know um, and then uh, in that area there, there were some groups not 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 very many but uh, I think it's like uh, in Argentina, we have we have this thing that at some point most of us want to play an instrument or, mm. or to start something, you know. Uh, and then, you know, after a little bit, everybody, most people give up, you know. Right. But at some point, they all start a little group, right. you know. It's it's mostly a rock, a rock or or punk rock, you know, mm -hmm. because it's easier. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> you I can get some, you know, a song with two or three chords and then just go, you know. Yeah. Um, so um, uh, I would say that uh, we, uh, as people, we 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 put music in a in a in a special, mm. you know, place. It's, it's important to us. Um, so yeah, there is. Uh, also, you know, in, in other parts, mostly in the, in, in the capital mm -hmm. city, where there's a lot of great musicians, they all converge there because it's, it's like a, to a much smaller scale, it's like New York. Right, know, To be in right. the capital there, so a lot of musicians go there and start really interesting projects. And uh, there's always been uh, a very interesting scene mm. over there to this day, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's amazing. I think I was like really surprised when you were kind of telling me, you know, I was like asking about your shirt and then just yes. kind of hearing you talk to about. Um, it seems like there's like like a heavy influence of like rock music as well. Yes. Like, yes. What do you <laughs> what do you think that is? Well, uh, early on uh, uh, during the 60s, um, you could, uh, w w people, uh, you know, uh, young people started like paying attention to what was going on mm. in, in the States mm. and also in England, you mm -hmm. know, and they were like inspired and mm -hmm. they started their, uh, their, their own bands over there. Mm. And uh, it's interesting because you can find uh, influences by the music of, uh, rock music of those days mm -hmm. in, uh, in groups in Argentina, uh, but also, but it's not, a, it's not like a copy, you mm. know? It's like yeah. they took the influence and they uh, create something unique with that. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, 
it's been like that throughout the decades. I think one of the best decades was probably the 80s. Um, and that has to do with other factors with, that were happening at the time mm -hmm. in the country. Uh, like uh, we, we, in the 80s, we went back to democracy. We were in a period of a dictatorship okay. during the late 70s to the early 80s. Mm -hmm. And then when that, when democracy came back, there was like an abundance of, uh, mm. all of a sudden, abundance of uh, art uh, yeah. in different. And one of, one of them uh, was music, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, we, uh, and then a lot of interesting things happened during that period of time. Um, almost, so almost like a renaissance. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Kind of like that. Uh, and then, uh, but you know, it, uh, if you're interested, then maybe I can just uh, send you some links later. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the uh, interesting music that uh, happened there. Also, we have our our, our own uh, music, let's say folklore, folkloric music, okay. um, and also tango. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and there are some good some really great uh, jazz musicians as well. So, oh. you know, as I it's said, it's, 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 music is it's really important over there. It's yeah. a big, yeah. So mm -hmm. with that being said, when, so fast forward to when you decide, all right, I'm gonna pursue this, like for real, for real. I'm gonna go to college for this. I'm gonna try to be, like, make this my career. Yes. How did you, like, was that received well? Was it kind of just like, oh, okay, Max is going, you know. Received well by... By family, by community. Well, uh, you know, everybody that knows me from uh, a long time, they would associate me with music and, mm -hmm. and the piano, you know. Uh, because I always was, you know, if there was a piano around, I would be you just would like, play. <laughs> you know, going there and playing a little bit, uh, yeah. trying... Um, so it wasn't a, really a surprise for the people that surrounded me, you know. Right. Uh, I I know that they like, you know, like uh, any art, artistic uh, endeavor, mm -hmm. or uh, it's uh, there are a lot of things that are not uh, secure. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there there was some some worry about that, but it, you know that maybe my, my my mom was always cool with it. My dad, he never really understood what, what I was up to. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He was okay. You know, he was, he's like, I, you should do something else probably, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> maybe, maybe do. But uh, you know, the the thing is like, uh, uh, when I really started to, when I, when I made the decision to go to school for music, I was already here. I was uh, older and I was making mm -hmm. that decision on my own. Okay. I'm paying uh, for school on my own, right. and, you know, I know, and so it was. Uh, okay. It was a uh, a decision that it wouldn't affect anyone else but but me. But you, know, you right? Yeah. 
So it wasn't like you're like fresh out of high school or like, I'm going to do this. No, no. I try other things, you know, for a little bit. Like uh, back in Argentina, I was going to become an, uh, what do you call it? For a little while, uh, an op- optician. Is that oh, the word? Op- optometrist? No, optometrist, but the guy that, you know, kind of like works for the optometrist. Oh, okay. Uh, the okay, one okay. that works with frames mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Okay. And I was so boring, I couldn't, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I couldn't deal with that. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, also, yeah, I did other jobs, you know, yeah. but, um, um, but it's okay, you know, I, I still don't work full time as mm. a musician and I don't have, uh, uh, I made peace with that and us, but I'm, I'm trying, you know, always trying things uh, mm-hmm. with music. I found a lot of joy teaching music, mm. um, which at the beginning I didn't know how, yeah. how, how that was going to be. But uh, I really enjoyed the process of people discovering uh, oh. music uh, and and finding themselves being able to, you know, play a little Create. bit to understand the theory and all of that is, yeah. you know, it's, it's really rewarding. That's beautiful. Yes. You know what? That's that's really funny because like it was the same for me, because um, working as a musician, you're like I need to be trying to get as much work as I can and practicing and all this stuff and composing. So you, you sort of see teaching as this day job mm. um, that's still related to music, but still like not exactly what you want to do. Well, that's how I looked at it until I started teaching a lot mm. at, a, at a performing school performance school here in sugar house uh and yeah the, the same thing it's like i found out that i actually enjoy teaching yes yes it's um i only teach motivated students mm-hmm. i wouldn't take any somebody a kid that you know they're sending to take lessons because it's like oh something else in his schedule you know mm. because he has to do and he's like okay here i am no uh so uh, mostly it's, uh, you know, teenagers uh, and, uh, and, and up, you know, okay. like uh, in their 20s. I even have a, a really good student in his 70s, you know. Mm-hmm. I only have one kid and he's, he's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very motivated, he's very musical and he, he has a lot of aptitudes for, for, for me. So in that case, Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but, uh, so. So it's like you're looking for people with the passion and already. Yes, and also with jazz music, it's almost a requirement. Oh, right? okay. Uh, because um, there is a lot that is uh, presented to you, but you had to sort of explore it yourself. Right. And, um, uh, it's a little bit like uh, 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 you are uh, building your own e- your education mm. uh, like in a way that is uh, not well connected mm-hmm. the concepts with each other for a little while mm-hmm. and then they start you know making yeah. sense and there, there is also the element of improvisation which um, you really have to create with information that you've been practicing before, preconceived information, but you are creating 
uh, or coming up with your own arrangements right. and things like that. So it's it's not given to you. Like, right. uh, in, and usually people come with a little bit of uh, fu the fundamentals already mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. they 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 want to transition into learn this this type of music. Mm -hmm. you know? So that's amazing. Yeah. So I, I guess I'm wondering two things. Uh, you, you were already in the States before you even started school or college. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering like what that transition was like. And I'm also wondering, uh, when did when did you get exposed to jazz? Like when did that bug get into you that you oh, wanted yes. to go to school for it? Yes. So there were like three main uh, sources. Uh, okay, so uh, I started listening to rock music and pop music uh, with uh, because of my uh, brothers, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. uh, then after that, um, when I started taking lessons, I, I started taking lessons with uh, one of my uh, one professor that uh, would that he would record, you know, cassette tapes, right, mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. me. Um, and in that, in one of them, he put a little bit of uh, Pat Metheny. Uh, and a little bit of uh, Bill Evans, yeah. and a little bit of Oscar Peterson, oh. and a little bit of <laughs> Johann Sebastian Bach. So oh, it was a wow. mixture of things, you know, a little bit of tango music. That uh, uh, so I was like, this is this is amazing, you know. Yeah. It was like a, a discovering a whole world, mm. a new world there, and also. Another source was my my uncle. He has a, a, a lot of uh, uh, vinyls and CDs mm -hmm. with, um, with you know a, a big variety of music. But he would also have a, a jazz section, you know. And uh, I was like, okay, that he had also you know some Pat Metheny, some uh, also what else. Um, uh, uh, Gary Mulligan, yeah. you know, and um, stuff like that, and and I would be okay. What's that? And I would listen to it for a little bit. He would allow me to, you know, use his mm -hmm. vinyls, and uh, um, and then the, the 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 third source was my one of my cousins. He would be like, okay, let's listen to some uh, Charlie Parker. And I was like, oh, wow. okay, this is too much. Too much information. I can't digest all of this, you know. Yeah. So uh, honestly, at the beginning, I couldn't, I couldn't really appreciate uh, Charlie Parker, for mm -hmm. instance. Mm -hmm. But he would also have uh, some Chaco Pastorius, and I was hooked like that, you Ooh. know. Um, he's a bass player. Mm -hmm. uh, you, have you heard of him? No, um, but I... You should check him out. He's, he's <laughs> great. <laughs> and um, also, um, uh, yeah, so he would present me with music like that. And some of, and then I, from there, I started like listening yeah. to, to jazz. And, and I asked my piano teacher at the time, hey, could you teach me a little mm. bit about this, uh, a little bit more? And so that's how it started, basically. Uh, and the, at the very beginning, I was like around 14, 15. Wow, yeah. amazing. Mm -hmm. Do you find like, you know, we were talking with one of our guests who's also a musician and mm -hmm. um, 
and um, they were kind of talking about this idea of, you know, music being this very visceral thing that kind of lights up your whole brain, right? And then like you can you can remember memories, right, from like certain songs or sounds. Do you find that like the musicians that you just mentioned, which I have to ashamedly say that I'm not incredibly familiar, like I know who Charlie Parker is, you know, but this is what Andreas is here for. He's gonna teach me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and that yeah. way when we connect again. I'll be like, oh yeah, let me tell you, Max. <laughs> yeah. I really like this song. <laughs> I really yeah. like this one. Um, do you find that like that a lot of your story is told through music? Told from music. Um, that's a good question. I yes, I think it does. Uh, music is always being consistent with me. Mm. You know, mm. uh, and. Um, um uh, you create this relationship sometimes it's it's, it's really good sometimes it's overwhelming mm. and uh, some, sometimes uh it's uh you fight it for a little bit yeah and you can even walk away from it for a little bit but then it's back. it takes you back yeah you know Ugh. and uh, so it's it, it's like but it, but as I said, it, uh, it's always there yeah. for you. Uh, and it's, uh, it's really a source of, uh, uh, of uh, you know, sh expressing yourself mm -hmm. in a way that it couldn't be done any other way, mm. uh, with, you know, by any other means, right? Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing with this is that uh, it's like alchemy in a way, mm. you know, because um, uh, you are you have these elements. Uh, you are working with this machine, which yeah. is your instrument, right? And the machine by itself is nothing really. Uh, no, it's a, I mean, it's it, it, it's amazing, right? Right. But, but that right. they put together that machine, but by itself, uh, that's a it's just wood and iron you know and it's a tool but then you sit down there uh, and if you and if you really are in tune mm. with uh, uh, what you're supposed to be doing at that moment uh, there is something special that's that is not that wasn't there mm. You know, that, mm. that's the alchemy what, that I'm talking about. Yeah. So it starts with you, and then um, sometimes if you're lucky, uh, it it flows towards you. Oh. You see? Oh. Yeah, and then you... That's so magical. <laughs> yeah, so it's something really... So the ones I've been fortunate to, to encounter that, yeah, uh, and to get to, to to that point and be able to sometimes generate that, uh, we are very lucky. Yeah, uh, we're, we're very. We're uh, it's a special thing, um, and uh, that's how I see it. Uh, it's, it's physics, but it's also something else that's beyond. Beyond that. physics, yeah. And then what I'm feeling might not transpose exactly the same way to what 
it makes you feel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it might, you know, it, it can work in different ways. It can be something that really is not a specific thing, you know, but mm -hmm. it, it moves you in a way. Right. Or it, it might bring some memories right. to you. It could be sad, it could be happy, it could be just this energy, this that sometimes we feel when we are playing with other musicians, you know, it's, it's there, you know, it's just grooving and yeah, it, it, you know, everything. <laughs> it is like we are going somewhere, but it's, <laughs> we're, going. Just, we're just there, you know. Oh. And um, and yeah, so that's, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So I just want to point out that uh, the way you just described it, concept that we wrote, uh, it's exactly how Wayne's Bird describes it. Oh. Yeah, so I don't know if you checked that I, out. I haven't heard that interview, but I thought, yeah, if he said it, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said it, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just funny, like, this is just a parallel between, like, how people go and talk about it. I will say that, like, being able to witness Andreas and, like, some of the projects I've worked with you on, and that hopefully, like, I can see you, you know, like, it's so beautiful because, you know, it's like, and I've seen you work with, like, musicians that you didn't even really know, right? Like, uh, like another band that you're just like, okay, we're here for the same event or the same thing. Like, and we all kind of understand, like, like you were saying, like, the elements or music theory or, you know. But then, like, there's this kind of transformation that happens, especially that I see in Andreas, mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. it's like, he's yeah. not even there. It's like he's in the song, mm -hmm. like, and like, you know, I'm, I tend to be really like, for myself, because I guess of the art that I do and poetry and performance in that way, like, I, te I tend to be really in the room, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so much of my work revolves around like feedback and kind of noticing where I am and, and kind of seeing how people are reacting to what I'm saying. Mm. But then like seeing Andres and other musicians just kind of like transform into this place that seems beyond the room, like when you're playing music. It was just like one of these like really beautiful things. And it makes me think of um, what you were kind of talking about, like this consciousness that kind of comes to you. There's a book called Big Magic and it's written by an author named Elizabeth Gilbert. And she actually wrote um, Eat, Pray, Love, which was that like big, it was like a big movie here in the Americas um, about her going to like on this journey to find herself right and it's a true story but then um it got turned into a movie and i think julia roberts played her uh -huh. but um anyways in the book big magic she talks about creativity and the ideas that happen like ideas are these living things right and like creativity is this living thing that kind of comes to you and it like pats you on your shoulder and says hey do you want to you want to work with me you know yeah, yeah. and then like you enter into this contract or into this relationship with whatever creative idea that is and like it's almost like an honoring like that honors you as the person who's able to carry it out and you honor that as like inspiration mm -hmm. so hearing what you're saying you know like your relationship to music and to your art 
um, is just really, really beautiful. And I, I wish that we got more glimpses of that, you know, in, in our lives. Everybody did. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. So I'm curious because I feel like this happens to a lot of um, people involved in the pursuit of art where at some point we tie, we tie, you know, we invest so much energy and so much of our personality into what we do. Um, and at some point it, it can get destructive. Like if what, if our creation is not what mm. we think it should be, or if we don't think where we're at in terms of skill and creativity, um, we can look at that and, and think very negative of it and start to think very negative of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I, I've been through that. I'm, I'm sure you've been through that, actually. Um, I was curious, Max, uh, could I hear about a moment like that? If you've had a yeah, moment like sure. that. Yeah, sure. Yes. Well, um, uh, for musicians, uh, it's, uh, it's a hard thing to differentiate. Mm. Uh, the, uh, the the thing that is uh, let me see it's like we are not what we do mm. mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. uh, from musicians a lot of musicians uh, there is no line <laughs> that, right uh, you know but um, yeah, I think it's uh, and I've been through that uh, you know in different uh, contexts. For instance, at school, you know, I couldn't help comparing myself to mm. other pianists, you mm. know, and uh, I was like, oh man, why am I not at at, a le at his level, mm. you know? Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I couldn't help it. I mean, it's not like I have uh, envy or anything like that. Right. But no, I was that. I, that I know. I don't think that's one of the burdens I don't carry, you know. But right. but uh, but I would be like making those conversations and then um, I will be maybe too hard on myself uh, when, uh, you know, after playing a show or mm -hmm. something, you know. Uh, so the whole thing was going somewhere else. That, that, that thing that started, you know, with being just so happy with being able to play, you know, a, mm -hmm. a, a tune that resembled what my heroes were playing, right, <laughs> right. So something like that, or, or maybe it just came up with a little idea, and I was so, you know, I, that was the beginning, and, and that process, it was, uh, if it goes away, then you start uh, going on this uh, road that is not good, right? right? Uh, so uh, it's, it's always, uh, you have to remind yourself how, why it matters to you, uh, 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 at the most basic level, mm -hmm. you know, why? What were the, the real reasons, right? Uh, and that if we all have different paths, mm -hmm. paths in life, right? Um, uh, and also that we are not what we do. Mm. Mm. So, I don't know, you know, if something happens and you're not able to play your instrument ever again for some reason, in an accident or something, then what are you gonna do? What is do you that your identity, mm. right? Or is you as a human being, right? Yeah. So that's you know some internal work there that we need to to 
I think for other people it's easier because they go and they are, I don't know, they are lawyers maybe <laughs> for the, that period of time that they are working and then they come home and then it's, mm -hmm. it's just them, you know. Mm -hmm. But for us, we, we go teach or we go play shows and then we go back home and we're still there, you know. We, yeah. We, so You're still thinking about yeah, it. Practicing, thinking about it. Or it's, so it's important to know that, I mean, for at least for me, that uh, uh, there is a line between what what I do and, or what I try to do and what I am a person. Yeah. yeah. And I think you're talking, both of you are kind of talking about, like, the not so dreamy, like, side of being an artist, right? Of, like, because... I can personally say, like, I'm not a musician, but I can say that I'm really attached to my art, right? Like, it's like Erica Badu says, like, you know, know that I'm sensitive about my shit, right? <laughs> like, it's like, is I'm really attached to the vulnerability I produce in my creative flow, right? Mm -hmm. And so it can be hard to distinguish because I look at a poem and I look at the story that I've written mm -hmm. and I'm like, no, that's me because I'm writing me, right? And like with your synthesis, like what you synthesize with your music, I can imagine that you're like, no, that's a bit of my soul right there. <laughs> like that just came out. So that is yeah. me. And it can yeah. be hard to, to kind of separate from that. Yes. But when it's out there, it's out there, mm. you know. Mm -hmm. And if you what are going, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, uh, when you do this type of thing, you have to be willing to let it go. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. And then move into the next. Sorry, into the no, next, no, into the okay. next thing, you yeah. know. Uh, because it's true, you know. If if you don't do that, then you are holding onto that thing, and you are very. Uh, sensitive about what what others think of it, or right. what you or 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 you can just criticize yourself in a way that is not constructive, and you know all right. that type of things. So yeah. So so who is Max outside of of being the pianist? Mm. Well, uh, I um. Uh, I try to be a good brother, mm. you know. Uh, I try to be a good son to my parents. Um, and I also, you know, like for a, for a, for a while, I, I was taking care of elderly people. So that taught mm. me a lot about uh, uh, life and death, you know. I, it put that thought on my head, you know, that we are here for a moment, mm -hmm. for a brief moment, and uh, that, uh, you know, we need to make this moment meaningful, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, uh, so, uh, and uh, so I, I try to, to learn from, uh, from life, uh, and I make notes all the time, you know, when things, um, mental notes, uh, mm -hmm. or sometimes I write, but um, uh, the thing is like, uh, when you go out there, 
you meet people, you are in situations, uh, and then things sometimes don't go that way you want it to go. And then uh, in many cases, it's, uh, it has to do with growth, mm -hmm. right? And that's the way I, uh, I try to to live, you know. So if something happens that I wasn't anticipating or something that I didn't want to go that way, I would be like, okay, it happened. All right, so mm. what do I need to learn from this, you know? Beautiful. And yeah, that. And then uh, that has helped me, uh, you know, through, through kind of like being this... Uh, uh, sort of a uh, change that a uh, constant change mm -hmm. in a way I mean I'm essentially the same dude right mm -hmm. but uh, there is also this part that I allow it to be uh, fluid you know mm -hmm. and change and ch to change because I think that's what life is trying to do with us it's trying to teach us all the time so mm -hmm. I try to do that too um, and then for the most part, uh, yeah, there isn't much that I can say. I'm a regular, just a regular dude, <laughs> but, you know. Uh, I mean, uh, something I would, I would have to say is that uh, um, I uh, really have uh, learned uh, a lot by moving to a different country. Mm. Yeah. About life different types of uh, thoughts and you know but at the same time I found that at, to a, a essential level uh, to a basic level we are pretty similar mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. I, I love and appreciate that the first two things you listed was like be a good brother and then be a good son mm -hmm. it's like when I think about you, Max, I think um, you're one of the most kind, kindest people I've met mm. in the music, in like the world, you know? Wow. Um, yeah. Especially <laughs> in the music scene where, you know, not everyone's super kind to each other yeah. in a competitive field. But you've always been, you've always been that, that dude that I know I can count on and like will just treat things fairly. And it makes me wonder um, like where did that come from and I think you sort of answered that where your, your mindset of you know essentially you try to be the same person you are but you do keep parts or your you do keep parts of your life and your mentality fluid mm. because you understand that things people are different everywhere um, and you're just constantly growing as a person and uh, correct me if I'm wrong but that seems to come from just being in environments where you're constantly having to change yourself mm. like when you moved here and then when you when you went to school for for jazz which is super competitive already in academia mm. and then trying to work in the music scene is even more yeah even more um competitive well uh, as i you know said before uh when you uh, mentioned that uh, when you said because you said that be uh, before the interview, and I was, uh, I really did, wasn't ready for, <laughs> for mm. that. So I'm very, you know, again, I, I should say I'm very humbled by your words, and uh, I, I didn't, I really didn't know 
that you you had you had a, that you had an opinion, and um, and I really you know I really appreciate it, and it's uh, and and that and you know and uh, and that's what really matters after all, mm. right? After all, it's been said, and, and after all the sophistication in anything that we do or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we are here to connect as humans and to help each other out, you know, in this uh, in this journey, right? Yeah. And uh, we don't, and it's gonna end yeah. at some point at this uh, at this level, you know, yeah. in this plane, right? In this plane. Um, be because we were talking about it earlier, it ends and we don't know when or how, you know. It's true. It ends. Uh, so sometimes we lose sight of that and we are just. Mm -hmm. struggling with the trivial things, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I am guilty of that almost every day, but, you know, I... No, yeah. yeah. You're so right. Keeping that bigger picture, I think, um, is so important in, like, the way we go about our daily lives, you know? Like, what's the, the quote? Not to, like, bring a joke, but the quote is, like, uh, I'm... I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. <laughs> and that's yes. like, if we could just keep that as like the little person on our shoulder nudging us to keep authenticity and to keep, like you said, the ability to be fluid. Like, I think that like our, I think that people would have much more fulfilling lives. And then I think that our society could reflect that fulfillment a mm -hmm. lot better mm -hmm. um yeah. maybe like if every musician could remember that then like we'd have like a much more kind of diverse music scene here especially in jazz i don't know i don't yeah. know am i out of my lane am i talking about <laughs> stuff i don't need to be talking about <laughs> <laughs> well this topic uh, could take us uh Two more hours. <laughs> Two more hours, all right, Michael. <laughs> let's just let's just pack it on. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, um, but I guess like with kind of a quick transition to that, um, being a pre a professional pianist, composer, musician here, and also kind of uh, adding on to that your identity as an immigrant, how like what's your experience like? Well, um, um, in the scene, I guess. In the scene, yes. Well, uh, the scene uh, overall has been, uh, it's, it's probably the most accepting environment mm. for, for, for an immigrant, I mm -hmm. would say. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, because um, they, uh, you know, and especially in, in jazz music, mm -hmm. I don't know if uh, how it would be in other in types other, of music, right? Yeah. Uh, because uh, jazz music, uh, uh, and, uh, um, uh, the concept of it is to embrace, right? Right, uh, and and that transpires on, on uh, a little bit on uh, on the people that are trying mm -hmm. to play mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. music, right? So uh, in that sense, uh, I am, you know, grateful because it's been. Uh, you know, it's, I, I haven't en encountered any situation that that 
had to do with uh, with that particular thing of me being from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. In any case, it, 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 they were interested. You know, okay, what influence can you bring to the mm. table that are from, you know, from your from where you come from, right? right? Um, and you know, there were other situations that weren't like, you know, and that has to do with what you said, maybe com being competitive or being, mm. or mm -hmm. there, there is a word that's called vibing. You know, mm. it's vibing is when maybe you know you you go and. And you go and play with some people that uh, they they might be a little you know uh, better than you or something like that mm -hmm. or maybe you're not as prepared or something and then uh, they would make you know mm. <laughs> they would let oh you know Lord. you know oh goodness <laughs> you know, we, you know maybe like that, you but just not, <laughs> not, not in a, in a, maybe they won't come at you and say hey you suck they, yeah. but they will be um, you will feel that uh, mm. vibe. Okay, know, I see. They, they, you know, they, there is that, but that happens to every all of us. Yeah. You know, and so there, are, and that has happened to me. And yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, you just gotta know uh, it's there. It's not the coolest thing. Right. But that's more, a more general thing that happens to regardless where you come from. Right. right. But otherwise, uh, it's been a it's been a good experience. I I, I also took this opportunity to kind of like. You know, bring a little bit of uh, um, uh, styles that people might not be very familiar with here, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, it's just be, well, okay. How about we play this tune in uh, with this rhythm that is from Argentina, mm. and, and it really fits well, you know, and yeah. uh, and, and usually people, you know, other musicians are really uh, uh, cool about it. And like, oh yeah, this works. Let's do it. You know, mm -hmm. like Andres is one of them, for instance. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's amazing. That's good because I, you know, sometimes in Salt Lake City, it feels like, I mean, at least even in my scene, right? Like sometimes it feels like you're seeing the same people over and over and you're like, where is everybody else? You know, <laughs> but it's really good. Well, that happens too. Yeah. With, with us, you know, I mean, if you're talking about gigs uh, and who gets the gigs most of the gigs and mm. yeah there, there is uh you know like a, a group of, of people that probably would right you know be taking most of the gigs and right. you see the same faces a lot and uh, you know they're 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 great musicians and they you know they yeah. deserve the gigs uh, that they get obviously there's no question about it but uh, it seems also that um, uh, that particular thing doesn't allow right. the, the rest of us uh, sometimes, you know, to, to, like to bring something to the table uh, and, gr and grow, you mm -hmm. know, and all that, mm -hmm. that type of thing. But uh, in my case, uh, not to worry about that, you know, I because for me, I don't, I don't care if I, if I'm not. You know, yeah. in this uh, 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 getting all the gigs in, mm -hmm. because uh, I, I I I I like playing gigs, uh, you know, uh, and I enjoy that part of it, and also I you know it's part of the income, and that's good. But at the same time, there are more important things like um, uh, the the music uh, I really want to explore and mm. to share, and maybe to start. Uh, cooperating in projects that you know yeah. are interesting to me. And having said that, I also go and play gigs that with 
play music that I really don't care too much right, about. Right, right. Sometimes but, that's uh, what you gotta I, do. But exactly. But when I do that, I, I put my heart on it, and you know, I, I respect the artists mm. that hire me for that, and I, I do my best for them. That's beautiful. Because, uh, they, you know, if what they're doing, and if they trust me on that, then I have to deliver. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna make a concert and <laughs> I'm gonna have you all come. I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna happen. It might happen 15 years from now, but be ready. Okay. Be ready, okay. <laughs> um, Max, where can we find your work? Where can we? Well, uh, I have an Instagram page. It's called at Faku Max Plaza. I, I can write it down later and Maybe you can put a link. Yeah, we'll that. put it in the show uh, notes. And then I have a YouTube channel too, um, where I I post uh, things that I I play just uh, solo piano and uh, and also when I partic participate with groups and mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. So uh, so those are the main you know yeah. uh, okay. channels. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then I'm always uh, happy to participate on, on projects or uh, for um, studio sessions or, any, any, you know, or if people need uh, to learn about music or mm. piano specifically, I'm happy to, to help with that as well. Okay. Yes. Thank awesome. You. So you heard it. Uh, we'll put the links in the show notes so people can contact you um, okay. and also experience your work and maybe even sign up for some lessons. I don't know. I might need to be asking for some lessons for Christmas. Okay. I, I know how to play one scale on the piano and it just <laughs> so maybe Good. I can like build on that and learn a little bit more. <laughs> well, you can play one scale. You can play at least 12 scales. Ooh, okay. Right now. Usually, all you okay. gotta do is just think <laughs> about the distance between those notes mm. and just start somewhere else and keep the same distance. Ooh. And it would, sound the, uh, it would sound like that scale, but in a different key. In a different key. Okay, so I'm gonna practice key. this. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then you're gonna get a random DM from me on Instagram. <laughs> like, just okay. a video of me doing that Great. over and over. Awesome. Um, but one thing we like to do here on the show is when we have a guest, we really like to um, present them with a comic book. So these comic books are provided by Black Cat Comics, who um, is an amazing local comic store. And what we do is we go to them and we tell them about our guest. And mm -hmm. then he makes a specialized kind of curated pick for our guest. So. You mentioned that you enjoyed Batman. Yes. Right? <laughs> and so. It's different uh, <laughs> versions, you know? Yes. Yes. So. so well, ha ha sorry to. Oh, no, go ahead. There go are ahead. some versions I haven't enjoyed very much. Like Ooh. The, the Wal Wal Kirmer, I didn't care for that. And George Clooney, no. But, no, you didn't like George Clooney. But Adam West was one of the best. <laughs> uh, and then we have uh, Michael Keaton. Mm -hmm. He was pretty mm -hmm. good. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Jack Nicholson was in that movie. And Jack so Nicholson great, was a great uh, Joker. Joker yeah. yeah. And Christian Bale did a pretty good job too. Did you like um, um, 
what was his name? I call him Heath Bar. Heath Ledger. Did you like Heath oh, Ledger? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I call him as a nickname. No, he, he did great. <laughs> Yes, he did awesome. And also, <laughs> I enjoyed a lot the, the Joker, the latest one. Oh, uh, um, uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. Yes. He looked really cool. He kind of looked like a gangster with his grill. I was like, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, no. He was in the other movie. I'm thinking and of. Um, also, there is a, an Argentine version, a third wall uh, Batman. Ooh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> he had to, you know, he all of his. Uh, he didn't have, uh, he has a, a bad model, but it was, it's a third world. Third world, so he's not like super rich, <laughs> no, no, which is the thing about Batman, right? A, like he just has yeah, a lot of no, access. This is, you know, <laughs> this is uh, the Argentine Batman, you know, he, he, has, <laughs> he has just a beat up car. And, 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 you know, he's, he's like, I don't know, he, he doesn't have any anything that he uses work properly, right. you know. And, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I have to look up that one. Yeah, there is no translation for that, but I, but yes, it's, yeah. it's really fun. Uh, so yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> one thing I have to correct myself, I know that Joaquin Phoenix played the Joker. Okay, <laughs> I just want everyone, don't come for me in the comments. I made a mistake. <laughs> um, anyway, you know, all those... Those white actors, they just kind of blend together. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they all look a little similar. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Really, don't come for me in the comments. <laughs> but, um, so we wanted to give you um, Batman Meets the Green Hornet. All right. Um, and the thing that we really loved about this is that this one um, obviously is a Batman comic, which you enjoy. Sounds like you're a pretty big fan. Um, <laughs> but it's really kind of funny and lighthearted. So a lot of the fighting styles it's are... It's great. Yeah, it's the Adam West version, yeah. probably. So <laughs> yes. I love that. Yes. So we'd like to present well, that thank and thank much. Black Cat Comics one more time. And I learned Thanks. so much Thanks from for you. Having me, yeah. And you have like, fed my soul. And I appreciate you talking oh, with wow. us today. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Let's be friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yes. This is going to be my show. Like Every time I tagline, let's be friends because I just love yes. making new that friends. This is a great thing. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks for listening to Mocha Talk and Caffeine Dreams. Be sure to follow us online at Mocha Talk Podcast on Facebook and Instagram or on our website at mochatalkpodcast.com. Special thanks to our sponsors, Watchtower Coffee and Comics, Rusted Box Records, and Black Cat Comics. We'll see you on the next episode.